Welcome to episode 18 of the, of the Mind of a Football Coach podcast. Uh, today we'll be talking about making change in your life. I'll be referencing an article on my blog site, zachdavis24.blogspot.com. Uh, but before I do that, I just want to give my listeners a heads up on a couple of things I'll be working on these next couple weeks and and the rest of uh, this off season, I'm going to start doing uh, like uh, screen recording sessions on my computer, where I go through a PowerPoint of a defensive scheme I've used uh, either this past year or years prior, uh, with some film with some cutups for some of them. And I'll be putting them up on my blog site. I think that's uh, that's something that's new and I don't, I don't see many people doing that and I think it'll be uh, some good material for the coaches that listen to this podcast and read uh, my blog which again is zachdavis24.blogspot.com shameless plug right for my own my own uh, blog uh, here on the internet uh, the internet the internet machine as my friend Bryce Casto calls it uh, so today we're going to be looking at uh, making change in your life. I think that uh, it's always good to try to make change for the better. I don't think anybody would disagree with that. Uh, I don't think change for change's sake is a positive thing, but I do think that uh, making change when it is necessary is a is a good thing. And I think this time of year is a good time to reflect on what has worked, what hasn't worked, and to make the necessary adjustments as we uh, go forward. So uh, on this this article that I, I wrote, which was written on November 23rd, 2017, about a year ago, um, it says, I'm not going to read verbatim this, but it talks about me waking up that Thanksgiving morning and realizing that it'll be the first Thanksgiving I can remember that I will not eat turkey or any animal product. Uh, since... Gee whiz, it's been over a year, or two Junes ago, yeah, June 2017, right? Yeah, we, uh, my wife and I became uh, vegans. We do not eat meat or any animal product um, because of a couple different reasons. One, being health. Uh, second one, being uh, compassion for uh, other living beings, animals, uh, pigs, cows, chickens, uh, seafood, all that kind of stuff. What is interesting is I'll say I'm a vegan and people will, people will say, Oh, but do you still eat fish? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's there's people who are pescatarians who still eat fish. Uh, but if you do your research, research, uh, fish is probably one of the last things you, you want to eat. And if you want any more information about that, just contact me, uh, shoot me an email, uh, mind of a football coach at gmail.com. Uh, or my, my Twitter handle, uh, Mind of a Football Coach, uh, on Twitter, because I just love using Twitter. I think it's the best place to gain knowledge. It's like a free football clinic every day. You can find new things on it at any point in time. But um, you know, we became vegans. So that was a change we thought we needed to make. I know I've, I've kept my weight down to the lowest it's ever been in my, my adult life. Uh, I was an offensive lineman back in the day, weighed almost 300 pounds. Now I'm down to, you know, around 200, 190 something. So, uh, you know, I think it's been a good change for us. Um, 
so you know being vegan was a change that we made uh, I, we think it's the way to go um, but you know maybe that's not a, a change you want but that's just an example of a change that that I made uh, a couple of well about a year or so ago uh, to try to make my life uh, better and you know we we all make changes for different reasons uh, change can be a hard thing because it's very uncomfortable uh, some people look for the change and some people dread change uh, you know I moved around a lot as a kid uh, my dad played pro baseball so I moved golly a lot of different places we lived in uh, Maryland we lived in Florida we lived in California we lived in Missouri um, we lived in even Michigan for a little bit when my dad played for the Tigers for a while. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm used to that. I, that's something that's normal to me. Now, I, I know people who have lived in one town their entire life, and it would scare them to death to to move somewhere else. And you know, that's that's fine you know, to each, each their own. Uh, but I think sometimes there are necessary changes to be made in your life um, in whatever area that may be. I know as a defensive coordinator and a head coach, uh, I've had years where I thought that we were going to be this style of offense or this style of defense, and you get midway through the season and you realize, oh, man, uh, we'd be a lot better served if we did this. And um, in every instance that we've made a significant schematic change during a season, uh, it has always worked out for the better. Uh, Now, I've, I've also had years where uh, we hit the nail on the head in the spring, uh, in the summer, that we were going to be this style of offense and defense, and we went with it for the entire year, and it worked out really well. But sometimes you have to reevaluate if things are not are not working. I think that's the that's one of the hardest things as a coach is to look and see. Okay, do we do we dig into what we've invested in during the off season, or do we make a switch? to a different scheme because our personnel has changed. Maybe somebody gets healthy. Maybe an athlete get, gains eligibility. Um, maybe a player really starts to develop and they're good at a certain skill set. So you want to put them in a position to be successful. Um, you know, All those things are valid reasons to change. Or maybe sometimes you just dig into the scheme you're in and you, um, you find success there. People have done it many, many different ways. I think high school is a unique animal. Uh, we do not have the ability to give people scholarships or pay them. So, you know, we get um, guys to play who, one, love football, or two, we can motivate them to play. Um, but you have to kind of it's, – it's a hard – trying to find the right words here. It's, it's, the, it's a hard balance because you want to be demanding, right, of what you're asking your players to do. But at the same time, you want to make it fun because, you know, it's, it's high school sports. Um, you know, we're not cutting anybody on the football team. We're trying to get everybody out that, that wants to play, uh, that can physically play. Uh, so you're trying to match their ability to a scheme, to something that they're good at so they feel uh, a sense of confidence and then they continue to want to play at a high, high level um, you know, and, and I think when you're making change in your life, it's important you also consult people, right? So I'm talking about football scheme. I've talked about diet, whatever other changes there, you know, there are in your life. Um, you know, I think that you have to have like a tight circle of people 
that you can trust when it comes to decisions, right? So there's other coaches we can talk to in the coaching realm about decisions. I know I text and tweet and email and exchange film with a bunch of different coaches. I'm breaking down film for a coach right now who's in the playoffs, trying to help them prepare for somebody uh, they're playing. And, you know, I think it's cool to watch their film. And, hey, can we steal this? Can we use that? Um, you know, are there things maybe I could help them down the, down the road? Um, you know, I think that's, that's really cool that we, that we would all build our own circle of, you know, for this podcast, mainly coaches, right? It's mind of a football coach podcast. Um, but I th- feel like I have that. And I, you know, I think that's a, it's something that has helped me grow as a coach. Um, I love coaching up here in West Virginia. It's a really, really cool place to, uh, to teach and coach. People are very open about helping each other. And uh, I, I pray that, that I'm always open to help other coaches. Uh, I don't think there are any secrets. <laughs> you know, somebody else has done it before, I assure you. you know, I've, I've have, I have talked to coaches before that think they have the, the answer to all of football's problems in their program and nobody else can find out about it. Well, come on, man. We're, we're all just copying other other people. Actually, this offseason, I started reading books that date back to like the 70s. I was reading a coverage book that was written in 1978 uh, during the season. We actually stole and used some of that material and helped uh, the program I'm at now win the most games since 2008. Shoot, in 2008, I was still playing college football. But you know that what what's what's old is new, and I I have said that in a, a previous podcast. But what is old is new. Like, you know these ideas just get recycled um, as as we go through time. And I think that's really neat uh, to go back and look at things that are older and see. Oh man, that's that's come a long way, and people still still use that today. Like at my heart, I'm probably still like a like a wing T coach. <clears throat> you know, I was talking to one of our coaches up here in West Virginia. Um, this is a, this is an example of what is old is new and. You know, you watch college football today, and you see a bunch of wing T um, option because there's option in wing T, wing T option and option concepts, and you're like, man, Tubby Raymond must be just celebrating in heaven because <laughs> you know these things that he came up with years and years and years ago, and guys before him in the single wing, um, they just get recycled, they get used because they're good ideas and they're sound. So I think it's really neat. Um, to be able to do that as we reflect and as we look for things maybe we want to change, right? Things that we want to add to our repertoire as we as we go forward. Um, you know, like I said before, I am a huge uh, film nerd, right? I have a lot of film from other pro- from other programs on Huddle. Um, you know, now's the time of year where you make different cut-ups. I think Huddle's awesome. You just make all these cut-ups of things you like uh, once you use the next year and you can save them. I download them to my computer and I save them to Google Drive. Uh, so I can have them um, just in my personal collection, right? For for the years and years to come, I'll be uh, I'll be coaching. Um, you know, I make offensive, def- defensive, special teams cut ups. I always think it's a good idea to visit other programs this off season. Um, I'm, always, I'm always looking for a handful of schemes, right, or ideas, maybe weight room ideas, maybe culture ideas to help our football program be better. These are things that every good coach does in the offseason. College coaches do this. NFL coaches do this. Um, because if we are not getting better, then we are getting worse. Uh, that we are uh, we're staying the same. Now, I, I think there is some beauty in uh, the coaches that have run the same scheme 
for like 20 years. I think it's, there's some good stuff to that. But the good ones that do that understand how people are trying to attack them and they make sure that their offense or defense stays ahead of the curve because they prepare their kids how to defeat different things they'll see. Um, one thing I, I'm not a big fan of, and I've seen this in my time as a coach and as a player, is guys who just do things because that's the way it's always been done. And they never adjust to their personnel or what other teams are doing to them. They're never trying to find an answer because that, you know, they'll say that's what was done back in the day or whatever. And uh, I, I don't think that's good coaching. I don't think that's good teaching either in a classroom. If you say that's just the way it's always been done. Well, people change. Welcome. You know, we're in the age of millennials. You can't teach a millennial the same way you teach a kid. You taught, or excuse me, you taught a kid back in the fifties. You have to be able to change and be able to make yourself relevant to the kids you're coaching and at, and at the time period we live in. So I think it's important that we always stay on the cutting edge. Um, now, I hope that was helpful to those of y'all who are listening. I try to keep these short, uh, you know, about 15, maybe 20 minutes, I think is my longest because I think we're all busy and we all just want something to help us, uh, you know, have some new ideas like the podcast or something to maybe play as we take our kids <clears throat> to soccer practice or football practice or baseball practice and to help us, uh, you know, see some new perspective on some things. Thank you for listening.